1: Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazurowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN.
2: Welcome back. Another day with BMaz and Beamer here on WBEN together. Once again, I'm like surprised that it's going to take me this entire week, Joe, to get over being surprised when we're together. Uh, Don't don't jinx it. (laughs) You might not get the full week. Well, I'm... uh, (laughs) We'll see what happens, but I'm uh, always surprised to see you here, even though your name's on the show.
1: Three days of BMAS and Beamer. (laughs)
2: Three straight days. Uh, But how's everybody doing out there? You can let us know throughout the day, 803-0930, by giving us a call or weighing in on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. This morning, Joe, I saw this article, you know, they're out with the new iPhones, or at least will be soon. You can order yes. them. Are they out, out, or are you just a pre-order?
1: I think it's just a pre-order it's just thing. It's a
2: pre-order right now. There's an article, this is in The Guardian. Um, want to save the earth, then don't buy that shiny new iPhone. Uh-oh. And, you know, it makes a good argument And somebody talking about, you know, their own phone habits how often they get a new phone, how often Apple wants you to get a new phone. You know, the Apple is kind of on that two year, like every two years, they want you to kind of make the switch, right? Of course, and, yeah. And you know, that's all the phone carriers are looking at that. This author says, you know, you know, every four years or so is when I'm switching my phones. But if you want to be really environmentally friendly and not just toss your phone and you know, who knows how much gross stuff it takes to make a new one and then where all that stuff goes eventually, you keep your phone as long as possible. How, long, how often do you switch your phone?
1: You know, I was trying to think that while you were talking. Um, I, I think I'm more the three to four years. I mean, this phone is going to be three years old in February, and I think this might be the, one of the longest-lasting smartphones because I am very irresponsible.
2: It's tougher to get me to switch my phone now when the upgrades are so, like, eh.
1: Do you know right. what I mean? Like, they
2: could say, you know, that the, the next phone, I'm sure it is is twice as fast or five times as fast as the current phone that I have in my hand. But I can't comprehend something being twice as fast as what I already... Like, how much faster can you get? Right. Like, it happens in uh, quicker than the blink of an eye. Like, do I... Can you be faster than that? I guess you can, but, like, is it going to
1: help me out at all? It has the ability to be fast. It depends on the crappy network you're on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs)
2: if my Wi-Fi is slow, everything's going to be slow. Right. I I used to be every couple of years I would switch and upgrade into a new phone, but that's when I feel like the leaps and bounds, like, I went from one phone to another, and then all of a sudden it had, like, video on it. You know what I mean? Like, there were huge upgrades to the phone where now it's it's hard to see
1: yeah i mean all the new stuff they talk about sounds great um but i think it'll be one of those things i get the new phone i'm just gonna be annoyed that i have to transfer everything over off the cloud and then be like yeah this is my phone uh, i'm Mm -hmm. gonna have a new phone and within a day i'll be like this is my old phone i've had this one for longer than i've had
2: i think any other phone that's how i
1: think i am with this phone
2: and i i will keep it for the foreseeable future until apple shuts everything down on me
1: Right, tells me, but no. Anyways, once it was, they pull the Windows where you can't, like, yeah. like Windows with the uh, Windows. What was it? XP? You finally couldn't upgrade anymore. Right. That's what I'm going to be like with this phone. Uh,
2: but no, with this article, um, someone says I'm on a 6s. I'm, I'm forgetting what this means. So that you, is that with the thumbprint. I'm guessing. Do, do you still have the button? I think that's where I am. If you still have the button,
1: 6s is the button. Uh,
2: but is it the button button or the fake button? That's the real button. The real button. If you have a phone with the real button, I think that's considered old. That's impressive. That's when I would be like, all right, this is old. The fake button, I actually like the fake button. I wish the fake button would come back.
1: The fake button.
2: It looked like the button on the front of your phone, but it wasn't an actual button. It was just a circle. And a thumbprint yes. reader. Yes, And you'd hold it there, and you could, you know, pay for things with your thumbprint and do unlock your phone with your thumbprint. It works really well. And it wasn't an actual button, but it felt like one. It was really cool. I remember they when they got rid it. of the button, and I said, oh, this is going to suck. They're yeah. going to have to bring that back. I like it. It's not bad. <laughs> I But I, I kind of miss it. But I think that's when you uh, have the old one. But anyways, you know, it's stories like this, I feel like does more harm than good. Right where the author's trying to you know explain the case of you know this can be helpful to the environment if you know it's done on a really large scale right where you know more people hold on to their phones longer and there's a net positive because there's less of that you know electronic trash uh, you know thrown in a landfill somewhere which can't be good for any, and less mining of whatever it takes to build an iPhone going on but this is the kind of stuff that I feel like almost turns people away from it. When you start talking about, like, personal responsibility, like the idea that, oh, you using a paper straw, this flimsy little thing that just gets all soggy and doesn't work, instead of an actual straw, that is going to save the environment, (laughs) right? Uh, And and like that – and sure, you know, every little bit counts, I guess, and if everybody in the world did it, you know, it it would be a a positive thing. But, like, to act like my straw in my cup, right, is the thing that's going to – well – You could drive past Hamilton, Ontario, and the sky's on fire. (laughs) And, like, I'm the problem with my straw or, like, my phone or whatever it is. Yeah. That's when I'm, you know, I feel like people kind of look at that and they start to get sick of it.
1: Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like you said, oh, I have to do this, this, and this. But I look not only to Hamilton. I just look all around the world to what's going on and what has been and hasn't uh, been reduced. You know what? I'm going to have my plastic straw. I'm going to be able to drink that whole drink before the straw goes, and you know what? I'm going to have my phone when I have my phone. I also think when you get rid of these phones, they do recycle them, right? They do. (laughs) What does that mean? That's what they tell me at least. (laughs) I say sure. The reason I uh, hold on to the phone as long as I can is because you know you can clean it or whatever. I just don't trust that all my information is off this phone, and and Mm -hmm. that's that's right. I I get so nervous. I still have my old phone in my underwear drawer because I don't want to just discard it.
2: It's a backup. If that one breaks. You have something to back up to that's you know, true. and use it for, for the time being or something that's, like that. That's true. It's a nice little backup there. I always get nervous about that. You yeah. Know, all your data that's on your phone and like, all right, you know, where exactly is this going? Because I, I buy the bigger storage phone so I can put everything on my phone. It doesn't go in a cloud or anything like right. that. Yeah. It's just all right there. And, you know, I do get a little nervous about that. Yeah. But that's, I'm always laughing about, you know, oh, you know, hold on to your phone for like a year longer And that's going to save the world. And, you know, maybe you're right. But I just, when there's, (laughs) maybe you're right. China's sending, like, you (laughs) know, uh, 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 Vesuvius into the atmosphere every two seconds. You know, I don't know. I have a hard time believing.
1: I'll tell you this. I probably will hold onto my phone a year longer. uh, But it's not because of of the Earth. No offense to to planet Earth. Uh, It's because, A, I'm cheap. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like with my car. I'm going to get everything I can out of this phone until it no longer works. And
2: I buy the phones now. I don't, you know, all the plans, they're too convoluted and there's always loopholes. So I just, I mean, I try and get a deal on it, obviously, but I just, I want it to be mine. I buy a phone. I want to take it to network to network wherever I can get the best deal.
1: Right. I want to buy the phone and I'm probably not going to buy the newest one. I'm going to buy the cheapest one you have. That's the kind of phone I like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It works. It works for you. You still text back.
2: (laughs) Everything's working. My son calls my phone rock and roll now. Oh, because okay. that's the only thing, you know, sometimes I'll, you know, if he's upset or something like that, I'll, you know, put like a music video or something on my phone. Like, oh, it's rock and roll. And so now all the time, all he just wants to, he reaches for my pocket and goes, rock and roll? And just, that's what he calls the phone. It's a
1: bad habit to get into. Just another one. Rock and roll phone. I like it. <laughs> rock and roll phone. By the way, this texter says Android all the way. You know, I love Android. I think Samsung was the best phone I ever had. The reason I went to iPhone, I I gave in. I gave in to peer pressure because everyone would complain that I didn't have iMessage. And they would complain about if it was a group text, how I screwed up the the group text. So you know what? I... I probably am more responsible, more um, guilty of this than most. I gave in the peer pressure, and I I got the iPhone.
2: Yeah, I I just everyone loves the oh you can customize this and that. Like ah, I have no interest in that. <laughs> I want it <laughs> to be as easy as possible. That's why I have it. Um, so, anyways, the big news, at least in my world today, and I know Joe, you it was the same for you when you heard us talk about it this so morning. Upsetting. So So upsetting. You had that reaction that the adventure landing, the putt putt golf on Sheridan Drive in Tonawanda, could be on the way out. Mm. It's uh, most likely going to happen, even if the plan uh, doesn't take place that's in front of the planning board in the town of Tonawanda later on tonight. That planning board meeting, 7 o'clock tonight, there's plans to transform the adventure landing on Sheridan Drive, used to be putt-putt, I mean, still is to a lot of people, putt-putt. That is putt-putt, yes. Into a drive-through gym stakeout. The gyms on the corner of Sheridan and Belmont would clothes basically move down the road to, you know, it's where the big boys play, that area of Sheridan, right? It's, I mean, it's like the I mean, calorie alley um, where you have all the fast food and the donuts and ice cream and uh, everything all in one place.
1: I get it, right? I understand wanting to move down there. It's just, it, it's really upsetting that no one... uh no one purchased Adventurelandia. Apparently, it's been on the market for a while, and no one wanted to, to keep that. No, uh, to, to my knowledge, there will be no putt putt in the uh, in the North Towns.
2: It, I feel like it was always somewhat busy when I went. Yeah, like there was always some people there. Maybe a birthday party going on or, or something like that. You but always get
1: annoyed when the kid ahead of you you know, is eight-putting every uh, every hole and yet there's well, a line.
2: I mean, it wasn't <laughs> like that for me. I, I was uh, generally very uh, cool, calm, and collected on the pup-putt oh. By kid, I mean
1: me. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, no, it's been there for about 20 years. And I, I feel like it's like the end of an era. I mean, not just it the end really of the pup-putt era because most of these mini-golf places in the area have just kind of come and gone. But it's the end of an era for a place that, I mean, this is kind of one of those places in western New York that it's not going to be the first place that you think of when when you, you know, maybe uh, good memories are your favorite places or favorite businesses. But if you think back, I didn't mean to say the memories part there, it is the place where memories are made. Yes. And it's one of kind of a few places like that. I was saying, you know, half-jokingly earlier that maybe half the marriages in Tonawanda and maybe the entire north towns of western New York started at that putt-putt. It's first date central. Or, or maybe it's even kids' birthday party central. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I had one of our first dates there at the putt-putt. Joe, I know you've uh, had quite a few. I've had a lot of first dates there. <laughs>
1: Surprisingly, um in the last three and a half years uh, have not gone there. But a lot of previous relationships started there. So for me, Brian, it didn't, it was not the kickoff to very successful relationships. Um, But I always enjoy it. I I think it's a a great location. You've got three courses to choose from. You've got an arcade inside. Um, And you know what? What always uh, was good for me is if you only played one course, say the date didn't go so well, you can bring someone else on on the the same ticket. (laughs) It's <laughs> the redefining what a cheap
2: date is well you
1: know but but not really if a date's not going well why keep spending the money um and, and you you know you you find someone else why you, keep putting around right exactly <laughs> you find someone else and then maybe that date goes as well and there's a great bar across the street to continue the date uh, that know, was always my mindset a lot of people
2: pointing out there's still you know the mini golf on Grand Island is it a regional thing I I mean I feel like something on Grand Island and you can correct me if I'm wrong, if uh, you're chiming in, if you live on Grand Island or you live somewhere else. I feel like things on Grand Island are like for people who are on Grand Island. Yes. Like nobody else go. I've never, I've lived here my entire life, aside from, you know, Fantasy Island a couple times. I, I have never had anybody say to me, like, let's go do this on Grand Island. That's a really yeah. It's never happened in my entire life. <laughs> Fantasy Island about it. Entire time, and I've never had anybody say like, "Oh, let's go. Where is it? Oh, it's on Grand Island. Like it just. It, it if something's on Grand Island, you know, have fun. It's fun right. for the people on Grand Island.
1: Fantasy Island <laughs> and high school sports are about all I've gone to Grand Island for, except to go to Niagara Falls. This I think was maybe a more
2: regional thing. I feel like the the uh, the Adventure Landing, the former pup putt on Sheridan Drive. Was a little bit more of a. That's the entire North Towns. If you lived anywhere, you know, from uh, Amherst to Clarence, you know, any of the Tonawandas. If you're north of the city, even Buffalo. I mean, it's not that far from parts of North Buffalo and Hurdle and things like that. This was kind of a staple. Yeah, it's one of those places where you might have gone to and you have those memories. And is there? I'm trying to picture in the South Towns if there's a mini. Maybe this isn't is in
1: all Western New York mini golf. You know, from my two years in the South Towns, the only mini golf I know of is one that's, that was not open. It's on Transit Road um, right when you p- take the turn, and uh, it's been run down as long as I've known it. But there was a mini golf course on there, just never open.
2: I I'm a little sad to see it go. I think because of the memories, because it's losing one of those neighborhood staples. It's losing the first date place. It's losing the kids' birthday party place. You know, it's a losing uh, a place where, you know, there's so many different uh, cool things to go and, and do there. And I was thinking about It's funny that this happened yesterday that uh, this word came out and this meeting was happening tonight because I was looking at a local photographer and some of their pictures that they took and and things that they have for sale. And you can buy, you know, prints and beautiful photos. Yeah. And there's the normal things that local photographers have taken pictures of, the Central Terminal, of course, City Hall. You have uh, Peace Bridge photos, photos of the skyline, all these great uh, uh, historic buildings in uh, western New York. And then there's, you know, photos of places like, you know, Brennan's on Transit Road. No offense to that, but it's, you know, it's in a strip plaza. It's a bar in a strip plaza. I'm like, hmm, that's a little weird. And then you have, uh, you know, photos of, like, the new uh, House down in Buffalo. And, you know, photos of uh, Brick Bar. And, you know, there's one of Mr. Good Bar. And, you know, all these little businesses where there's these uh, pictures that you typically wouldn't see. And I'm thinking, well, that's kind of strange. Like, who in the who besides someone who owns it is buying this photo and putting it up there? I'm saying, like, well, wait a second. This was somebody's first date. Yep. This was somebody's meeting place. This was somebody's uh, place where they had their wedding. This, yep. You know, uh, one of these uh, different things. These are kind of the memories uh, that you have around western New York. And everyone has a place like that. Hopefully it's still open. But everyone kind of has those places. I'm wondering what are people's places that are out there. You can let us know, 803 930 Giving us a call or a text this morning.
1: Brennan's was a first date place for me. I ended up marrying the girl that I had my first date at Brennan's, so that has a special meaning, right? Current marriage, right? The current one, all yeah. Right. Not, <laughs> so not some secret <laughs> wedding I wasn't invited to earlier on. No, that's no, right. no, no, no. We bar hopped on our first date. We went to Santoras and Brennan's.
2: But, were- but that's a cool thing, you know. I'm looking at this picture. I'm thinking, all right, well, why, you know, why would somebody? Put in their home, like a picture of a random bar somewhere, but that would be a reason why. Yes. I mean, that's a memory, right? Who uh, you're selling it to people, and somebody's trying to, couldn't it have been uh, stock shots for advertising those? Yeah, sure, it could that's be anything, true as well. But it also, you know, if you're selling it to people, you know, you're thinking somebody is going to buy this print. I think that is a great reason why.
1: Yeah. Of holding on to that memory a little bit. Definitely. If I if someone offered me a, a, a nice picture of Brennan's, I think it has got a special meaning. And there's lots of places around Western Europe. I I
2: feel like Adventure Landing and the Putt Putt on Sheridan, though, that has to be Top five. Up there on the list, right? Yes. Of how many people would call in and say, Yes, that was like I have a specific memory of this. Or I had a relationship start there. Or Maybe I had one end there or I fell into the blue
1: water (laughs) <laughs>
2: and the dye is still on my underwear. There's um, something like that that happened at that Adventure Landing.
1: You talked about um, earlier, you said something, well, you know, how about proposing at Adventure Landing? And all I could think of, don't propose on the 18th hole, because what if you drop the ring? Yeah, and it goes down and never comes back.
2: <laughs> Who knows where it goes? Right. <laughs> um, you, you know, a lot of people pointing out the uh, other putt putts that were around. I don't count the one in the golf dome as. Uh, Putt putt. That's not putt putt. You have a windmill. You have some bumpers. That's more of like a pro golfer's, you yeah. know, practice putting or something like that. Right
1: after you practice, you know, teeing off for an hour, you try to work on your uh, on your short game as well. By the way, the um, the uh, one someone texted the one on Southwestern Boulevard in Orchard Park. That's what I meant. It's before it turns into uh, Transit Road. That's the uh, that's the putt putt that you pass it. It's still set up. But it's been closed forever. I mean, it's grown grass all over the place. You, you can't really see it. But there looked to be at one time a very nice putt-putt golf course. It has to be top 10 in some of those
2: areas where people – I mean, what, what what would come close to? A movie theater somewhere, probably. Yeah. You know, I, the, the Regal that's been down on uh, Transit Road for some time. I'm
1: try- the is, a movie, show. A, is a movie a good first date place, though? You don't really get to know someone at a movie theater. It's, maybe- a,
2: it's a good first date for people who are bad at talking. That's true. On <laughs> first dates. That's true. I'll
1: tell you that. I think that's why it's very popular. movie's more of a, like a fourth, fifth date, right? I mean, after you've gotten all the talking, and maybe on this date you don't want to talk as much.
2: <laughs> that, and that's not a sign to cut it loose. That's just like, let's go somewhere where we can shut up for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, we take our signs a little bit differently. I see. I no, it's a good first date for someone who's not that great. Listen, That's I gotta ha- hold some conversation on the way in. Hopefully, it's not popular where there's a line, and uh,
1: you know, hopefully, it's a decent movie so I don't have to start talking during the movie. You get there a little late,
2: yeah, <laughs> Do something like that. You know, there's some movie theaters that might hold that, but from you know, everywhere, everything from birthday parties to those uh, first dates, and I think uh, everything in between. It's sad to see it go, y- even I'm, if it's you know a product of the times. I guess I'm.
1: I'm I was really upset to hear it. And it's one of those things you just take for granted. That's always going to be there. Because I mean, I I would like to do a night at at Adventure Landing. They go across the street and, and uh, have uh, have dinner at the uh, at the bar over there. And it, it's sad to see it go. I'm I'm hoping. I think it's open this week, right? Still open as of right now. And the weather's going to yeah. be nice. Right.
2: So, Let's go.
1: It I, might be one I'm of in. our last uh, times. I'm in. Just tell me when. I'll be
2: there. head there. um, I probably still have, well, no, I probably don't, but I definitely at some point had a ton of either tickets or tokens from that arcade of the winnings that I never cashed in because I didn't want, you know, too many
1: Tootsie Rolls. Now, do the the tickets, is it like uh, going out of business sale? Will those go down? So what used to be 1,200 tickets will now be 600 tickets.
2: (laughs) You can finally win that big bear just, uh, you know, do a little well on (laughs) skee-ball. Or something. Well, uh, your memories. Uh, is that a place that you have a memory of? Is there some other place? And am I wrong on that Grand Island? Somebody said thanks for staying away from Grand Island. I don't know. I feel like that's a common. It's
1: never happened to me in my life. Well, I'll tell you. Someone talked about the uh, go-karts and mini golf course. I'm not stay- staying away from Grand Island too long. I'll be there. <laughs> You're heading there. Uh, let us know.
2: 8030930. You're listening to B-Man Beam and Beamer on WBEN. <sighs>
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: It's BMAS and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, hey, welcome back. Beamaz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And... Uh, during the break, you guys have been great to uh, text in at 803-0930 on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park Textboard. The the golf the putt-putt place I was talking about on transit was called JNC Golf and Games. Looked like it was a lot of fun 15 years ago. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty run down now. Um and then there was another one on Southwestern by Union. I do remember that driving to Bills Games uh, next to where Zeb's used to be. Uh, those ones long gone. Uh, but it just shows that there was a time, Brian, where putt-putt it was, was on every corner. It was yeah.
2: all over. And, you know, you could go anywhere. And now it's like you wonder what people do for fun. Like, where's the <laughs> – I mean, there's places for kids and there's, a, you know, a cool different activities to do. But for the most part, you know, all these little putt-putts and things, they're you know, kind of gone by the wayside. The one thing I was thinking about that this had in common, you said something where – I mean, these were all inexpensive things to do. Yes. You know, why was this popular for, uh, you know, a kid to go, a kid's birthday, and a first date? Well, it's something that, you know, your parents could afford to take you to, which is not that many things, you know, uh, anymore. If you want to do, like, some sort of activity out. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of free and, you know, uh, fun things to do that cost not that much. But in terms of going to, you know, a fun thing to do... It's, you know, not that bad. You know, a couple bucks for, you know, one round or something like that, and then you go to the arcade, you, you could, you know, have a, a more expensive time than going to the, that. And also, when you're 15, 16 years old... You know what can you afford to do when you're that age, and what do you have money for? Right. Oh, you're you're coming right back around. You're doing it when you're a little
1: older. And it's not just you know four dollars for it's a time consuming thing, right? And for under twenty bucks, you have the whole afternoon with the putt putt and the arcade. Uh, You know. But Brian, this brings back a question that you hear all the time, and I don't mean to sound like uh, I don't mean to add thirty years to me, but is it is it Is it true that people just don't want to do outside things as much anymore? Right? I mean, you see stuff like putt-putt gone. What's still around? Stuff to do inside, you know, there's more and more stuff to do inside. I'd love being outside. I mean, I think Buffalo summers are the best, the best in the country. It's tough here though. I mean, you're just you're cutting out, you know, November,
2: December, January, February. It's just off the calendar, right? That's true. I mean I, I think that's why you might see more indoors. That's why I thought when the indoor you know, putt-putt. Monster golf. When that opened, I thought, all right, this would be good. You know, people can go in the winter and be able to do some of this. And that, you know, didn't end up really lasting. Sadly. But I was thinking about a lot of the activities that are out there and, you know, some of the things that, you know, over the summer, what my wife would be able to do with my son when she was off of work and uh, they had a bunch of time together. And it was a lot of indoor stuff. I mean, there's still fun stuff to do, uh, but a lot of it is indoors. And a lot of it is you know, kind of pricey, you yeah. know, more so than a, a quick trip to putt-putt or something like that used to be. Now, a lot of these indoor attractions, while they might offer a little bit more, it's a little bit more complex. It's also something that you're not exactly going to every weekend because... It, you you know, run out of money pretty quickly. Yeah, the uh, the cost racks up uh, after a little bit. Somebody's saying the Lockport Putt-Putt, now a housing development, played there 60 years wow. ago with their uncle. Wow. Wow. I, it's amazing how putt putt got the Kleenex Xerox treatment. Yes, every every mini golf is a putt putt to me. I don't know if that's true across the nation.
1: I mean, is putt putt even still around?
2: I don't. I think that's long gone. I mean, it's been long gone here for forever, and still putt right? putt is the preferred you know term that people use for all these places. Well, you
1: say you say uh, you're going putt putt. This goes back to what you said in the first uh, segment. You say, hey, we're going putt putt. Where did everyone know everyone knew you meant Adventure Landing. Yeah. Because of how there's nothing else left when it comes to putt putt. So when you would say that, I, and I, I don't, I like Jim Stakeout, believe me. I've had a lot of uh, late nights at Jim Stakeout, but you're moving, what, a half mile down the street? It, I think that's the thing
2: that's tough where you, you don't want to sound like, you know, oh, I'm totally against there being, you know, this Jim uh, Stakeout or any other local business now moving in there where, where it's a property that is available it's just when you think about it you're like oh we're losing this thing that you know is a home to a bunch of memories and a whole bunch of different activities for a lot of people in the area and you know for <laughs> anything that replaces it really right. is going to kind of be a letdown from that
1: and it's just a continuation and we talked about this off the air earlier in the morning it's just a continuation of something that i've done shows about and it really upsets me is you know you see these new buildings go up and what do they leave? Another empty building. So now you have Jim Stakeout moving down the street. I understand it's a more busy part of Sheridan. I understand wanting to be there. But now you're leaving a an empty building. And we see this all the time with plazas going up while you have all this empty plaza space around western New York. That's another thing that kind of uh, ticks me off about this whole thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, and you see that all over the place. It's yeah. not just in this example. Uh, another text in eight hundred three zero nine thirty. If you want to weigh in on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board or give us a call this morning. Uh, somebody who started to take their grandchildren to the Adventure Landing on Sheridan Drive, said, love it, not in the greatest condition, but they don't care. We'll definitely miss it. That's the beauty of putt-putt, right? Yeah. You can get runs in the carpet and a bump, and you just be like, oh, it's another obstacle.
1: Right. Just play around (laughs) it.
2: (laughs) It's it's supposed to be there. Uh, And, you know, there's other different places to go. Uh, for mini golf, and, and I'm sure that you know maybe something will replace it at some you know way, shape, or form, but it is a little something lost. It just kind of feels like that.
1: It is like I, I didn't expect something news like this to hit me as hard as it did. But Brian, since I think 5:08, you guys said it for the first time this morning. It's all I've been thinking about. I'm like I gotta get myself to Adventure Landing before this is done, and this might be the last few days uh, before the weather starts to turn.
2: Um, It it kind of plays into something that we're asking over at WBEN.com, what our our web poll question was of the day. Actually, before we get to that, I do have to uh, give away. We didn't give you a heads up on this, or maybe Joe did. Um, But if you are caller number 5 into 644-9875, you can win a $50, because we're talking about local places, you can win a $50 Shop 716 e-gift card Courtesy of Visit Buffalo, Niagara, visit amherst.org shop716, buy a $25 shop716 e-gift card, get a bonus $25 card for no extra charge. Pretty good deal. Shop local, shop Erie County. Limit one per purchaser while supplies last. Hundreds of local businesses are a part of this, so that's uh, pretty cool. Caller number five into 644-9875 will win those uh, or that $50 that you can buy. Spend it a lot of places throughout the area. Um, But it's our Relax Honda of Buffalo web poll over at WBEN.com. And this is one of those questions show I think is interesting because people can come to the same conclusion uh, in very different ways, right? So the web poll question is with, you know, Facebook in the news, obviously there was the outage. Right. um, Earlier this week, six hour outage, the whistleblower, which I love the whistleblower story and the (laughs) testimony yesterday, by the way, it's, you know, oh, wow. uh, The whistleblower testifying in front of Congress saying that, you know what, Facebook, they are putting profit ahead of the well-being of people who use their site. Unreal. Unreal. Did we need the Senate testimony? for? Like, if, if our uh, Senate is not smart enough to realize that by now, <laughs> without uh, groundbreaking testimony, I don't know uh, what we have to say about it. But anyways, with all of that, uh, the question is, how serious of a threat do you think Facebook poses to American society? I would open that up to more than just Facebook, and I would just say social media. Yes. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the like. Uh, very serious, somewhat serious, not serious at all. Majority of the responses, almost 70 percent, said very serious. Hmm. And I think this is where you get to this on a very different level. I think a lot of people would put very serious down, right, because of the misinformation, you know, what have we always heard, misinformation. That's right. Because of fake news that's out there, because of different countries running, you know, these click farms Where all they're doing is, you know, trying to transform the algorithm on Facebook to get you to see what they want you to see and get our tensions heightened and, you know, go at each other's throats and things like that. And, you know, those are reasonable concerns. I would get to the very serious because of almost what we're talking about right here. There's no putt-putt anymore. There's, right? no, I mean, there are, but, you know, this one's closing down. A few of them have closed down. There seems to be less and less of that interaction between people of your idea of doing something is meeting up and going to a place and talking to each other and having a good time. And your idea of meeting up now is more and more online. And yep. your interaction with people is more and more through typing something. Right. And it's all of this. Where that's where I see a serious threat to American society. Um, I I see it in terms of we're learning or we're losing the ability to communicate with one another on that face-to-face personal level, which that's where you really get to know somebody. I can list all my likes and dislikes and, and whatever on social media, and you think you have an exact idea of who I am, you don't get to know somebody and really understand people unless you're doing things face-to-face. You don't have the same experiences unless you're meeting face-to-face. Right. And, and, you know, Joe, we're talking about going to the putt-putt. It's a first date. It's, a it's you know, it's whatever. It's hanging out with friends. It's going to the arcade or something like that. You know, more and more it's like, oh, you know, what did you do? You know, how would you spend your weekends When you were a kid, oh, you know, we had a great time. I was um, in my basement and my friend was in his basement and we were on a headset talking to each other and we were playing video games or, you know, we were on Facebook together and we, um, oh, we liked so many posts. It was hilarious. Um, (laughs) But I think that is more of the, that is more of what worries me. Then, you know, a lot of that other stuff that gets mentioned, but you end up coming to the same result uh, at the end of it.
1: Yeah, I, I, you see these younger generations, and hell, Brian, our generation. Uh, it's more, hey, what are you doing on Saturday night? T- Saturday night? Like you said, oh, I'm going to play video games with my buddy. Oh, they're coming over? Oh, no, they're going to put the headset on. When you and I were younger, hey, we're going to play Sega. So-and-so's coming over, and then we'll we'll do a you know, sudden death, and then the winner will play this. Yeah. You'll have four or five people over playing Losers games. go play with the electric football right. uh, game in the back. Exactly. And now it's, you know, like you said, getting together, it's, oh, we FaceTimed, you know, we we didn't text. Oh, good. You didn't text. No, what'd you do? No, we FaceTimed each other. And we're really losing uh, that face-to-face interaction. And what happens when you don't uh, you you don't have as many face-to-face interactions? You do lose that ability to communicate face-to-face. And and I do think in the long run, you're going to have more people. And I don't mean this in an offensive way, but I'm sure it'll be taken that way you'll have more people who are socially awkward because they don't daily speak face-to-face except for maybe the people you know, people inside their house. They don't have those conversations. So when they go to school after a summer of sitting in their basement and texting people and not having face-to-face conversation, and you're going to see more and more of this as more and more things are taken away to go and do that because there's a lack of people wanting to go out. I, I think the result of social media and what we're seeing more time on your phone instead of hanging out in person I think it's going to be a real detriment to society.
2: And and this, I mean it sounds like an old person, young person type thing, but I I think that uh, losing the ability to communicate uh, losing your connection your actual connection with people that's an all ages thing. I mean that is uh, to the 60 year old as much as it is to the 16 year old in my mind. Um, You you know, or older people on Facebook they're also losing that ability to connect with each other and, and And, you know, viewing things more through that digital lens that, you know, puts a a false patina on just about everything that you look at. The thing when it comes to being young and somebody's hitting uh, on this on our text board saying there's not much for teens to do now. You used to have the putt putts, the movies, malls will be open late. For, uh, kids to walk around. It uh, even used said uh, Burger King, fast food, used to be open till midnight. You could hang out you inside know, there. You. I mean, he went as far as to say bars uh, for kids everywhere. <laughs> we don't even. You don't even need to go that far. <laughs> but uh, now, that is when it comes to younger people. Is I, I guess my fear for that generation is not so much the communication because that applies to everybody, but. You only have, and this was, you know, something when it came to uh, reopening schools, to letting kids uh, play high school sports, to getting kids out of the house and and having them hang out with each other more over the last year, was you only have so much time to kind of have that memory, right? right? You don't get to make up that time later on. You don't get to have, like, this weird period of life uh, where you have a few years where you have a little bit of freedom and, like, hardly any responsibility. And you're able to, you know, do, uh, you know, sometimes crazy stuff, sometimes, uh, you know, whatever. And, and those opportunities are, are becoming a, a little less and less. And, you know, here it's a pup putt gone. But I, I even look at things like uh, the concert. I, I mean, I that was my thing when I was in that age group. It was... All the time, you know, every week or, you know, a bunch of times a week, whether it was in a basement or, uh, uh, you know, one of these venues, it was going to concerts and having, uh, you know, that show. And now I'm seeing a lot of these are changing. Well, you know, we're going to have to put the vaccination mandate on this. So what what does that mean? Well, everyone has to be vaccinated. But what does that also mean? Well, it also means that no one under 16 – is allowed in these shows, right, for the most part where, you know, you're leaving out. That's one less thing for a lot of these people to do. And you're kind of looked at yep. a little bit differently. And it it just it, it kind of uh, stinks that it. not only are we going into that and our kids maybe being forced into that more than ever because of these things closing down or things not being allowed – Right. But also, when you look at the that web poll question over at WBEN.com, I you're choosing to not have that in, in a lot of ways. You're choosing to, you know, on a, a weekend where you're free and you can do anything in the world. I mean, maybe not anything. You're not jumping on a plane and going to see the Grand anything Canyon. Anything in the region. How's that you sound? You can do anything you want to in the neighborhood and you know you're more choosing it to uh click online be buried into a phone something that you know and, and you could have done regardless that you could do
1: locked up in your room so so many ways to unpack you know the the answers to that poll and i mean this goes into another thing which brian will be a whole different show but not only uh being socially awkward and not having those face to face interactions but something else that we've learned by being stuck at home during the pandemic. Also, uh, it extends the waistline if you're just sitting at home on your phone and not out playing during the summer in the street, playing some pickup hockey, stuff like that. It, it, it's very sad to see. By the way, I do have to say, the Volkswagen of Witcher Park text board, someone said kids can't play multiplayer games on the same console anymore. That is not true. You can play up to four players in most games on your console. Also,
2: <laughs> thanks for the clarification. Also,
1: if you want to play Madden against me this, uh, this afternoon, shoot me your, uh, your screen <laughs> name.
2: <laughs> um, we'll, uh, we'll take a call quickly before we go. Dana, you're on WBEM. What's on your mind?
1: Hey, I, uh, I wanted to tell you about the adventure landing. You know, I got a 20-year-old son. Every year we go there for his birthday. Well, I'm jealous. Oh, well, I mean, he still enjoys it. And we've been going there for at least 10 years. I don't think there's a, a, an age you stop enjoying putt-putt. I think that is an all-ages yeah. thing. Oh, I think so, too. I mean, that's what I grew up with. And I uh, introduced it to him, and he still loves to do it. And then we hit Ulysses uh, Pizzeria across the street because he likes to
2: Stinger sub there. Oh, nice. There you go. Well, You're, sounds uh, like a good birthday one. to me. Hey, before we let you go, who uh, who wins? What's the uh, score over the last 10 years? Ah,
1: uh, I think he's gotten you know
2: the better of me lately. All <laughs> <laughs> right. Tables are turning. Hey, Dana, thanks so much for the call. Um, you know, I, I had to admit, when he first said that, I was thinking, hmm, that's a little strange. I didn't realize, you know, him and his son go. You know, uh, he's 20 years old for the last 10 years, and they still go to Putt-Putt, which is, like, completely, like, a normal, cool thing to do. Yeah. Uh, I was, like, thinking a pizza party, like, at Putt-Putt, <laughs> with, and you're, like, 20 years old, and, and your dad's throwing you in <laughs> your friend's uh, pizza party, and you're all, uh, you know, uh, getting uh, Tootsie
1: Rolls and slap bracelets at the <laughs> counter afterwards. By the way, you know what? That doesn't sound like an awful birthday party. My For my 34th birthday party, I think I want to relive, like, my earlier birthday parties. I that would be right up your alley. <laughs> Pizza, soda—that that'd be great. No, but you know, ten years that tradition is now uh, being being broken. But Brian, it just shows that it's it's an, an activity for all ages. It's not something that you outgrow. We all enjoy picking up a you know a putter and a ball and playing eighteen holes. <laughs>
2: all right, thanks for hanging out with us today. Beamass and Beamer will be back tomorrow on WBen. <sighs>